Hi, I'm Ray, but you might know me better as Rug, or Wog, or Saganoi, or Ajinsa, and you're listening to Shattered Dungeons. Welcome to Shattered Dungeons. If you haven't already, follow us on our social media pages. And don't forget to tune in live Tuesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Shattered Tabletop Games. We hope to see you there. Hi, everybody. It's us. Let me resize well, I'm myself I'm doing, I'm doing the reg. I feel like we're still oh, the yeah. Tuesday nights. <laughs> I mean, to a degree. Do, do we ever really... Move on from that. I, I have not. It's Tuesday nights. No. no. Tuesday nights with the Tuesday nights. Uh, That's right. We're Shattered Dungeons. If you're watching, welcome, Tofu. It's nice to see you in chat. Miss Shattered uh, if you're nasty. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? T- I don't. You said we're the Tuesday night. I don't know. I was doing the. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, no. He was quoting <laughs> Janet Jackson for some reason. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Well, yeah, I, was, I don't know about good. I was, trying, I was just trying to make a reference. Okay. Uh, we have lots of fun stuff. Uh, first and foremostly, uh, if you haven't uh, n- seen us, watch us, whatever, uh, we play an indie RPG called Shattered On every Tuesday night. So uh, that's us. Tell us about you now. We'll wait. Uh, we have lots of fun things that you can do if you are a patron on Patreon or a subscriber on Twitch. You get to randomly uh, insert a potency flux at uh, your leisure, at your discretion, you to see what happens. It? Well, I don't like that. Uh, now, it's Jordan <laughs> and Ray's birthday today. They have the same birthday. Um, yes, I noticed yeah, that. I saw yeah, that today. So, birthday. We're so, special boys. Yes. So, and I don't I, mean it's Christmas like Frosty does. <laughs> now, Happy birthday. if Ray gets on in chat because he's out tonight, uh, he can absolutely redeem a potency flux in addition. However, because uh, Ray is not here, I will be allowing chat to. <laughs> unanimously decide the use of his. Jordan, you, however, do get a bonus potency flux for your birthday. So, Yay! I'm gonna do something stupid. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. We'll see how that happens. It's not surprising, Jordan. It's really not. <laughs> what, um, what is the Captain Jack? <laughs> you can always expect the unexpected. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now, we have, gosh, five episodes left. Uh, before the end of this arc. Uh, that being the case, if you would like to participate in one of the interim one-shots that we'll be doing uh, between arc three and four, or if you're interested in participating in arc four in some capacity, let us know. We'd love to talk with you about it and figure out what is the best uh, possible spot for you. Now, We've also been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Or asphalting your road. <laughs> yes. Is that a thing? Uh, oh my god, I know some spots. You don't get calls for asphalt pavers like 24-7? I get them no. all the time. Who? That must be a Texas thing because I still have a Texas number. Oh, yeah, that no, makes I'd, sense. Our Ooh. roads are effed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... 
that is all I have. So we're going to jump in. We got a fun session tonight. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And don't forget, uh, chat, you can decide where you want to use Ray's potency flux. So we'll see you back in a moment. Toodaloo. Long ago, a powerful spellcaster by the name of Vezerfall began to study the secrets of immortality. For years, he researched, then finally had a breakthrough. He performed the ritual and became a lich. After years of pillaging and war, he grew bored and retired to his tower. It was then he decided to build a dungeon. There are those of you out there who said I could not design the perfect dungeon, Vanessa. But I proved them all wrong. We got demons, we got dragons, we got undead. We even got unpaid interns. Head on down, because... This is Shattered Dungeons. This is Shattered Dungeons. We are back. <laughs> Welcome. We're Shattered Dungeons. This episode, like every episode, is sponsored by our patrons on Patreon and our subscribers on Twitch. B1, let's start with character introductions. Toby, you're being played by Jordan, but it looks like you've lost some of your clothing. Hey there, Toby Gunderson here. Rep Real pleasure to meet you. Uh, I just, uh, apparently I'm a living boy now and I'm as naked as the day is young. So I guess this is my birthday. <laughs> Well, it's certainly oh your gosh. birthday suit. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I am wearing that is so the scary. right thing for the occasion. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Watching this unfold and the look of sheer surprise on Heather's face was worth every moment of it. <laughs> I, did, I did message David earlier. I'm like, is this okay? Feel free to veto this idea. Uh, for everyone listening on the podcast, Jordan is topless. Uh, now yeah. it's tasteful, though. It's, it's uh, tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> He's at least wearing his beard. We, only, <laughs> we can only see the shoulders up. I have pasties on. It's okay. <laughs> Tofu he says, got his hat please on. do not ask the real Toby to please stand up. <laughs> uh, this is the first time Shattered Dungeons is really riding that uh, that uh, the Twitch, uh, what is it? TOS. TOS. Yeah, yeah, Terms of Service. We're, we're risking our terms of service tonight. <laughs> I hope um, it's worth it. Uh, we also have Shorty, played by Heather. Good evening, everyone. I'm Shorty Smalls. And, of course, we have Grunkle, played by Dion. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of hot in here. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> So take off all your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I already, already beat you to it so. there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a joy. <laughs> Fun stuff. Now, uh, coming off of the last episode, we had a, uh, a very uh, intense first look at... Uh, what did we call this contraption you guys... Came up with. I think we I think we inadvertently rename it every time. I know that's why I keep asking. But it's something like the Dragon Ninja Warrior. I don't know. Oh I yeah, I don't know what we named it. I think it last time it was Dungeon Ninja Warrior. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 
It was. So I like that. You guys have uh, developed and tested with an initial run uh, Dungeon Ninja Warrior, and it went fairly well. Now, from that first test, I mean, I died, and then I came back again as a as a man. Yes, there's been lots of specific events. Uh, but before we jump into tonight's episode, uh, this episode begins weeks from the last episode. So oh, then I, I have presumably been given close at this yes. point. <laughs> uh, well, hold on then. Well, before you do... Well, okay, we lost them now. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, go I mean, ahead and ter- put your shirt on I mean, with you the camera. Whoa, you whoa, no, don't. You no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he took his hat off, guys. Um, Why is the, the hat? But it does look so much more naked. It does. <laughs> I think that's what got me. Somehow you are more <laughs> naked without the hat. No, you took your glasses off and it's worse. Oh, gosh. If you could go shave your beard and then come back, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, it, nothing is worth that bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think, I think you're doing it for shorty. You, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd unfortunately end up divorced, I think, if that happened. <laughs> oh, if you shaved your beard? So wow. uh, trim, trim is different, but if I went full baby face, she would be very mad. Yeah. So right, Only for a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's funny. So while Jordan is reclothing himself, uh, we, uh, we're going to kind of go to each person. And over the course of this... Let's call it a six-week span. Uh, what has everyone been doing with their six weeks? Hmm. Do you want the network safe version of this discussion? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's let's start with you last, Toby. <laughs> I feel like there's too oh, much okay. trouble there. So, uh, let's start with uh, Grunkle. What has Grunkle been up to for the past six weeks? Uh, I've been working on making sure that the betting system can't be rigged, that the math on how we shift the bets around based off of the bets that people make so that the house always gets, uh, you know, always gets paid. Uh, <laughs> just just making sure that I sure up the betting because we really need money. We need financing. True, true. All right, so pretty much every day is a new crack at a different problem. Uh, And so six weeks, at the end of the six weeks, you've retooled the betting system. Uh, You've uh, allowed some of the audience interaction to um, uh, be less impactful but still fun. Uh, So as you can't, you know, have someone rig the, uh, the game, as it were. Uh, by pooling audience points together for like a spontaneous potency flux or something like that. Um, uh, And uh, you've gone above and beyond to make sure that the odds of survival are slim to none, ensuring that the champion gets a swing at whoever comes back with the gem. Um, It's important to note that Dion and Jim specifically... uh, Jim found out at the end of the last episode that the haunted spirit of Zumi keeps coming back. And so over the past six weeks, 
While Dion's, <laughs> or, uh, while Grunkle's been doing that, Jim has worked to integrate the haunted spirit of Zumi <laughs> into Dungeon Ninja Warrior. And so now, once they procure the gem, the haunted spirit of Zumi appears to fight them. Oh. Oh, wow. Nice. Yep. There you go, Tofu. Merry Christmas. Uh... What has An eternity sh- of killing players. <laughs> yeah. What has Shorty been up to for the past six weeks? Well, I've been following Grunkle around, taking notes, and creating a very um, excessive shorthand system, or like kind of coded shorthand system, so in case anyone steals the notes, they can't really understand what's going on in the dungeon. So you pretty much need me to decipher any notes if you need to go back and look at anything, but I've written everything down meticulously, just organized everything and um, trying to keep the dungeon in its best HR stature possible alongside Grunkle, because you know I'm his biggest supporter. And then I also got the headband of electric damage from my mother, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I've been practicing with that, like learning all different ways to uh, electrically damage things. It's electric. And use it from my headband, how to make my headband even more powerful. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I have no idea if it'll ever help me, but I've still got my, my big sword, so. Yeah, so... Let's do this because you've spent six weeks meticulously practicing that. Now, instead of you having to land an attack, you can use it as a free action to zap somebody for the damage it does. <laughs> I can use it as a free action to get more damage. Yep. That's so awesome. Okay. Uh, so, what has Toby been up to for six weeks? Okay, so uh, obviously I got to get adjusted to having a physical form again. And uh, as I said, the brand safe thing is Toby has been trying to actively uh, get to know and woo pretty much everyone in the near vicinity with a pulse. Of course. Uh, So I will leave it to everyone's discretion to how successful Toby has been with them. Toby, it's not dis- it's not disingenuous in any way. Toby legitimately wants to get to know every person uh, physically, mentally, spiritually, physically again, and you know, to, you know, to just more if you feel like it. I don't know. Have you been drinking? Weren't you obsessed with drinking a while back? I mean, you, a little, you know, I'll, I'll have like a, a six or a Paps Blue on me, you know. Um, Somebody left a, a bunch of Mick, uh, you know, Mick Light up there, and that's just, you know, that's just water, really. Uh, but now it is. I don't have to drown my sorrows with just alcohol anymore. Now I can drown them with the warm embrace of a stranger. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, to... I had a comment, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Uh, you can, you can, maybe legitimate... just type it in chat. See how it lands. <laughs> Uh, so while that's going on, Cypress has been, uh, really honing in her community outreach. Uh, so she, over the last six weeks, has been going to cities and towns, posting flyers, starting rumors. Uh, she's gone above and beyond to make sure that, um... 
uh, Dungeon Ninja Warrior has made uh, some sort of ripple in each town in the whole region. And can so, I, can I can I imagine? Can I just put this mental image of how she's doing it out there into oh, the ether? Please, yes. Uh, <laughs> you guys know the Prince Ali uh, opening with Aladdin. Where Genie is popping in and out of character, different characters to people, making more of a murmur. Cypress is doing that between her her werewolf form and her, her ethel form, just like I heard about this horrible, you know, this wonderful dungeon race. And then oh, that sounds exciting. A hundred bad guys with swords. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So who sent those goons to their lords? Oh my. So, as you guys are kind of descending uh, on this this morning, Cypress has gotten home the day before and has basically been asleep. Uh, and so we're going to uh, make sure that she is conked out in a one of the upper tower rooms, which is now you guys... Uh, personal uh, living space. Uh, and so Grunkle, Shorty, and Toby, uh, the other thing that has happened over the course of six weeks that's you, that you have noticed is uh, Chef Brittlestink and Bartender Bonesy have employed not only more magic to enable them to produce more food, more drinks, more uh, various things, but they have also uh, created their own staff. Uh, there are now skeletal barmaids, wenches, if you will. There are skeletal wenches that man the uh, tavern inside skeletal the dungeon. Wenches. Yep. Uh, and Bartender Bonesy now has a barback, uh, and his name uh, is Ched. C H E D Ched. Ched the barback. You haven't spent much time with him, you just know that he exists. Uh, and so it's about midday, late morning, midday, as you descend the tower into. Uh, the Tower Tavern. And so, at this point, you all are free to mosey about, do what you will, explore all that stuff. Hey, hey uh, Shorty, I got a quick question for you. Yeah? As, as like, our new duly representative uh, resource... People resource? How does that work? That term... Human doesn't make any sense to anybody anymore, really. Um... Okay, so so human-esque resource, employee resource, a lot of new employees, right? Right. And technically, they work for us, right? Is there any conflict of interest if I introduce myself and see if any of them want to go for like a lovely candlelit dinner? Is that some? Is that considered like a coercion, and I shouldn't do it, or like it's only if it's like a quid pro quo scenario that it's a negatory? 
Uh, you do realize that you're trying to mess with the most profitable part of our business so far. Shelf Brittle's Dink and Bosey's has now have increased the profit margins of this venture more than any other soul. Oh, no, I'm not talking about do it during business hours. I talk at like after work. We're not working them like 24 7, are we? You, you do realize that things you do outside of business hours can affect relationships inside of business hours, right, Toby? <laughs> that has literally never occurred to me, no. Yeah, yeah, that's... That, that's that. Okay, but I, so I will leave it to our resource manager to answer your questions. <laughs> uh, anyone else, I might say okay, but I think it might be a bad idea, Toby. We don't want to run them off. But it, We don't I want them hiding from their work. I'm just like an open, like an open invitation. I'm not like pers- like chasing them down or doing anything <laughs> creepy. Unless uh, everything you do is creepy. Good, an open invitation to a party, sure, but a one-on-one date is probably a bad idea. Okay, so you're saying I need to do like a polygamy thing, like multiple, yeah. just. Hey, everyone. Shorty just said, for everyone else, it's totally fine. Not for you, though, Toby. <laughs> Toby's not allowed to find love. Not Within in the workplace. Yeah. Not in Bonesy's domain. We really don't want to mess that up. Toby I don't want Grunkle to be upset. Is, Toby now has like a, uh, a, a scrap of paper and is trying to come up with the best open invitation for a group date that he can think of so that that's what i would do i would think it should be a group gathering not necessarily a group date how about this toby if you hire someone those people that you hire you can completely mess up because i I, i'm happy with firing anybody you hire (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's an ethical (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it might be unethical, but it's it's conducive to me Somebody running a business in a successful way. Someone just gave me the green light to coerce people <laughs> from a position of power, and I don't feel super comfortable about that. No, we're trying to be kind and believe you when you say you won't coerce them. Okay, I just I just want yeah. It's all I'm trying to do is be hundred uh, for the record. Board. For the record, you cannot hire anybody that's already been hired. So oh, don't no, try no. to hire Bonesy staff for the. No. You have to go outside of our our purview, find people, <laughs> and then those people you can date. Even if Maybe you bring them in as employees, make it simple and say no dating in the workplace. I don't like. He's gonna do it. I'm just trying. To, I'm just it trying. Didn't to, work out well with Vanessa either. Grunkle's trying to mitigate the, the damage. <laughs> He's gonna do it anyway. So Toby, you can ruin someone else's life, just not theirs. <laughs> I just not bonesy like, staff. I don't need to hire someone as an incentive to date me. I'm just saying, like. I'm trying to find how narrow the available pool of candidates needs to be. Uh, Everybody that's already employed and that will futurely be employed are off the list, with the exception of people you personally employ. Okay, and I'm I can't even remember what job you have. I know I've I've put this offer out there before, but you know, either of you two, more than welcome. We could have a lovely time, I'm just saying. (laughs) 
So, uh, you guys have been very slowly wandering down the staircase. <laughs> talked about all this. You can't talk Toby, and walk Toby, at the like, same time. Apparently Toby, not. Like, dabs, dabs an ink quill in his mouth for a second. Clothing optional. <laughs> so, Grunkle, after, is you... Uh, that, after he made that, that unusual offer uh, to me and Shorty, I just... I immediately just turn and walk off. Okay, I can put you down as a maybe. <laughs> I'm trying to follow Grunkle. Okay. So as uh, as Grunkle and Shorty descend the staircase, you wave at Chef Brittlestink, which has been pr- fairly uh, routine. Uh, but it's at this moment now you realize that this part of the tavern is way more packed than normal. And so as you kind of round um, the wow. main entry, you see that there are almost double the amount of patrons in this section of the the tavern. And you know that most of the business has been uh, gathering closer to the actual uh, obstacle course, the dungeon... Uh, the, the, Dungeon Ninja Warrior course. Uh, and so uh, you see all sorts of different people uh, from different walks of life. You see Bonesy and Ched the Barback uh, just kind of going back and forth in the portals between this bar and the one in the uh, the dungeon proper. Uh, do you do anything? Do you say anything? Talk to anybody? Um... I uh, take this opportunity to show uh, Toby how great this 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 operation is running, how smoothly it's running, and how smoothly it won't be running if he decides to interfere with the business model. But I trust him to do a good job at his job. I so, keep I keep saying over and over again. What is I'm Toby's not job? To mess with. Wait, what do I do? Well, the thing you don't do is hit on anybody in our establishment anymore. <laughs> Beyond that, uh, I, I think you're quite the uh, innovator. Thank you. You, I, I think you, uh, you're gonna add. You know, you can, you add value. I'm still working on what that is, but you add value for sure. <laughs> Um, I'm just kind of walking around, shaking hands, welcoming people, telling them hello. Okay. Are you like the manager at Chili's? Oh, yes, she is. Yeah. Yeah. How's your meal? Totally. (laughs) Everything turned out okay. Uh, I need everyone to roll a D100. If you have a speech check, uh, you can add that. Uh, This isn't anything negative. It's just, you know, the various things you hear. I'm only going to remember the last number I used to use, so this might not be accurate. That's fine. I think it's at least plus 20. Grunkle, with a 22, you hear the confirmed sounds of your own success. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Toby, with an 81, uh, you hear a lot of people talking about um, how great... Uh, the food is, how great the drinks are, how quick the service is. Um, and uh, Shorty, as you're going around, you kind of, you have the benefit of being able to interrupt conversations as they are happening. And so uh, I'm going to message you a few of them uh, just for awareness. 
Uh, why don't you okay. guys uh, kind of talk amongst yourselves while I do that? Well, uh, I'll come in and uh, I'll walk up and I just let Bones, you know, you and Brittle Stinks are doing an excellent job. Excellent job here, Bones. <laughs> I, I think you already know that uh, you guys you guys have the right to give yourselves a raise and make sure that you get a, a, a fair cut of the uh, proceeds that you guys generate here. Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what am I doing? Am I still walking around? Where am I? Yeah, you're, you're right walking here, around. Right next hey, Wimpering Woods, great to see you. Okay. You missed my shoulders. I wonder if we should introduce Kino. What? Oh, yeah? Kino. People pick out, fill out a form with a bunch of numbers, and, you know, it's like a lottery. It's a numbers game. <laughs> then Number we can ready. capture their information. That's brilliant, Grunkle. Well, it's it's, it's just we, another gambling can... game. Yeah. So what else are we doing? So I've uh, so saying you guys kind of wander outside. Uh, Heather, I'm messaging you on Discord. Just FYI. So you guys okay. kind of wander okay. outside uh, just to All check right. things out. Yeah, here lies Vesafall, Vesafail. <laughs> so I am I, I, it's okay for me to share what I overhear, right? Say that again. Is it okay for me to share with uh, Grunkle what I'm overhearing? Whatever you want to do. Okay, so where am I? I'm walking around and I come back to Grunkle after basically eavesdropping on different people. And I'm like, Grunkle, I think I think uh, everything's going really, really well, even better than we expected. I'm, I'm overhearing people talking about how much fun they're having, saying, although you may not like this, they're saying it's not pricey at all. It's out of the way, but people think it's worth it. So, and, and they're also very excited about the next match. So our, everything's working out just like well, we I think planned. We're, I think we're somewhat profitable, so I don't think we need to gouge them. Let's keep it low for a while. Let, let it pile up. And uh, when, uh, when, the, when the, the supply is really high, you know, when the demand is really high and they're all here and it's really crowded, then we can race the race and get out the lower That's a good idea. And, uh, Try to That's control population idea. based based on prices. If we drive too many away, we'll lower prices, so on and so forth. <laughs> keep a nice keep a nice healthy balance. Such a thinker. So, but another thing I overheard that sort of worried me is that uh, it sounds like somebody has a plan, and they said something about if the other two contenders help their guy win, then they'll definitely win the pot. I don't know what I don't know what I think about that. Uh, well. The, the money, it won't affect us because our bets are based off, we adjust the uh, the amount that we pay off based off of what people bet. So we'll always be in a profit, but I hate to see our other patrons get robbed. So we'll have to, we'll have to investigate that. Who did you yeah, hear say that? Oh, some of those guys in there in the, in the bar eating where uh, Bonesy was serving up food. But another one said that uh, they thought it was a sure thing. They couldn't believe it was going to work, and they couldn't wait to have that much gold. 
I'm a little bit disgusted by that. They're, they're, they're trying to rig our system. Mm. Mm. But they are liking Bonesy's food. That makes me feel good. We, we're going to have to investigate that. Toby. Yeah, oh, oh. hold on. Toby is... Is he uh, our best investigator? Toby is nailing uh, the party group date invitation to the wall, <laughs> and I'm posting in the general Discord what Toby has written. Oh, no. And handwriting ended up being an issue, so I went with a different font, but... Uh, Oh my uh, gosh. For those of you not in our Discord, there's the link in the live chat. Uh, <laughs> this is written on, like, <laughs> typewriter font on, like, some parchment. Oh no. The cursive, <laughs> the cursive. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the cursive was just a little too illegible. Yeah. Oh lord. Bounce house? Bounce house? house? <laughs> <laughs> Not required per employment. <laughs> I took notes, okay? I listened. That's great. <laughs> Group date with Scorn Toby. Scoop, thank you for joining the Discord. I hope you enjoy it. Mad. Oh my goodness. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, can't, I can't even be mad. Oh, so good. <laughs> So, uh, uh, Toby, here's what we're going to need you to do. Favorite, we're going to need sorry, you to my, be able to go invisible. Favorite. And oh, we yeah. need you to scope out and listen for. Oh wait, you're a real boy now. Yeah, yeah. Can on, he, I was on. thinking, can hold he on. still go invisible? I can. I think I can disguise myself. Give me, give me just a second here. Um, I got an idea. I don't Toby think anyone will recognize like, me. Toby doesn't move. He just changes what he's wearing right in front of you. So he, you see his naked form, and he comes back <laughs> looking like wiener. He is clad in a very large hot dog bun. Uh, and he has put oh mustard on his torso. Okay, uh, so uh, I think people will think like I'm a mascot for the food and they'll just ignore me, right? No. 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 <laughs> if there's anybody standing around, secret communications will cease for the most part. Hey. I don't... <laughs> I don't... They said you can trust... So you can what trust else you got, Terry? You can... Tr- you can trust Toby Dog. I can try <laughs> to go into dog. sneak mode. So, oh, oh, oh god, I forgot we could do that. So as you guys are kind of talking okay, about nice. this and exiting Wait, the right, tower right, proper, right. Uh, you exit onto the <sighs> cliffside and look over the plateau uh, and see that there is now a line extending out of the the uh, the 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 new dungeon. It's really yeah. hot in that costume. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> look at the line, Toby. Look at the line. Oh, God. Are you guys here for the group date? <laughs> I'm Toby. Uh, they're setting the bounce house up in the back, I think. No one pays you Toby, any attention. Toby, I think attention. they're here for the sh- show. We're doing what now? For the contest. Uh-huh. Oh, the for little the, race thing. That's right. I, I have been... Uh, the dungeon. Okay, listen. Uh, in a moment of self-actualization and growth, I am comfortable to admit I have been a little bit selfish the past few weeks. Uh, I've been uh, been cooped up in a not a body for a while and have been just, you know, getting hundreds of years of repression out, I guess. So, uh, so sorry if I've neglected y'all and your needs at all or anything like that. Uh, you know, 
and stuff. Strangely, I only want to kill you a little bit less. <laughs> only slightly. I thought it was going to be so much better once you were human. So that's not the sword wanting you to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, okay. So looking at sword across driven the line of, uh, I guess, patrons, potential patrons, uh, potential candidates... Uh, there appear to be uh, a small band of Dargoth and a bunch of other uh, Athelian and Rhysan. Um, uh, and I love that they all have names. Yep, there are a few underlings. I'm not going to lie, I have learned my lesson. I created all of these names and it took me about 40 minutes <laughs> to sit through and like name everyone you guys you are going like to see tonight. It's a baby naming book. <laughs> yeah, it's all David's names of things. Uh, Padrick, I he- I've heard some rumors about Padrick. Let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, Padrick and Modric. So, do you want to go into your dungeon? Uh, yeah, I, I think we're going to have to play close attention. We're going to have to see where the bets are taken and uh, play pay close attention to Who's placing what bets? Okay. So, uh, as you descend the dungeon, you notice that the line is ample because the tavern inside is fairly populated right now. Uh, you can see that the skeletal winches are taking orders from people. There are only a few tables available. Uh, and actually. None of them have names. They are just mindless peons. Bonesy himself has animated uh, using uh, deceased contenders from the wind. I want to say Ruth. They just respond positively to whatever you call them. Oh, God. Oh, no. So nice to see you. Uh, oh no, this is gonna go horribly bad. <laughs> they don't do anything but serve drinks, but they respond in a very upbeat manner. Uh, and so, uh, as you kind of enter the dungeon uh, tavern, uh, you see Jim is sitting at the bar, uh, and he's having a drink. He's enjoying his time. Uh, you can hear through some sort of uh, magical audio device that uh, the next round of Dungeon Ninja Warrior will start in about 45 minutes. What's that? Uh, it's our thing. So, Grunkle, do we care that people are betting or do we care that they're trying to fix the outcome? Uh, we I care mean, that they're trying to fix the outcome because right. if if word gets out that they're fixing things, people will want to, you know, bet their money. We got to we got to keep it as fair as possible. So we got so we we to get to the source of it. Yes. The outcome. Did you hear that, Toby? Exactly. We have to fix a thing that's not broken because someone's trying to break it. And if they break it, then it will need fixing. And I'm Pretty a little much. lost. I think he was better as a ghost. <laughs> Are you sure if I, if I kill him now, he won't come back to the old Toby? I don't know. Hey there, that's not listen, Grumble, let's not get like weird about this, okay? <laughs> we need to figure out a way to ghostify you again. 
Yeah, you're super handy as a ghost. Business associates, it's so great to see you. I'm a little inebriated. <laughs> How's it going, Jim? It's going well. Look at all this. He kind of waves his arm about the room. There's so many people here. Cypress has done just a real bang up job trying to get people here. Hey, hey Jim, did you uh, did you see a little notice upstairs or anything? When did you post it? Like 10 minutes ago. Did you see me walk out of the tavern? No idea. Okay, then I haven't left this hold seat on, in about on. an hour. Just, just jots down the same information again and just hands it to Jim. <laughs> there you go, big fella. Uh, you hand it to him and he looks down and goes, Group date with Toby? Clothing yeah, optional? What is wrong with you, man? Wait, uh, if somebody wants to be comfortable, they should be allowed to be comfortable. I'm not attending this. Not that, uh, <laughs> it, are you not a fan of bounce houses? I'm not a fan of you. I mean, yeah, bounce houses. What did I say? <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Tim's a little mean when he's drunk. A little bit. My uh, name's Jim. Toby. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. But a group date, Toby, not everyone's going to really understand what, where you're coming from on that. Well, you said I couldn't do it one-on-one, so I'm trying to like be more uh, like safety in numbers and all. Bonesy! Uh, Bonesy! Show them the thing. Yeah, they, I thought oh. we weren't allowed to show our things in the workplace. For Watch. He grabs like a, a mug and puts it on the table, uh, and it just magically fills up with pretty great ale. Uh, and then he oh, pours wow. it into a glass. He slams it on the table. It fills back up and keeps going. Wait, that what? It's limitless profit. <laughs> You're that brilliant, is amazing. There okay, is no inventory cost for this. It's just limitless. Okay, listen, I'm not going to lie. I saw the look on Grunkle's face, and I think he might kiss you. Oh, <laughs> if you're going to kiss somebody, kiss Chad. Oh, I'm excuse for a barback. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm right here, Mr. Bonesy. Is he not doing a good job, Bonesy? No, he's doing fine, but he's a barback. I kind of got to get... I gotta give him crap, you know? It's like managerial. Okay. I mean, have you tried not doing that? Because, like, sometimes a Do little... Do I walk into your house and tell you how to be a ghost? <laughs> you physical man? Well, I don't have a house, and I don't have a ghost anymore. So no, you don't, Bonesy. Bonesy also, I'm pretty, sure, uh, I'm pretty sure you told me how to be a ghost at one point. You tried to. Bonesy silently slides you a glass of uh, very potent alcohol that you can handle. It will not get you drunk, but it's it's worth a, a swig. You sense the empathy in Bonesy's action. 
So should we ask Bonesy if he's had any um, indication of what we've overheard? Oh, that's really good ale. Uh-oh. Uncle, wow. I do think you might muted. you might want to kiss him for this one. Grunkle, uh, it looks like you're talking, but uh, I can't hear you. Oh. I think he's, uh, uh, he's a little flustered with all the insinuation of kissing. And Jim, like, shoves his finger in his ear and, like, moves it around. I was like, uh, I think uh, if Bonesy would have heard something, he would have volunteered that information for us. Actually, okay. can you point out if any of the, if anybody you saw that said that is in here, made it made their way down here? Uh, no, not that I, not that I know of, not that I'm noticing. What uh, we need to do is we need to put you, we need to put you next to the bedding so that when people start placing their bets, uh, you need to, oh, we you need can to see identify them. The most. Yes, you can see who they're bet on the most, and then we can start taking a look at the progress. Do I know anyone in particular who was saying that? Are they down here, David? Um, you can't really recall who exactly said that. You've met a lot of people today, and they all, all kind of blur together. Being the Chili's manager? Yes, you are the Chili's manager. Um... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Suddenly, I really want a quesadilla, so thank you for that. Um, But, uh, yeah, most of these people, though, you don't recognize any faces. So you think they're probably a different group altogether than the group in the tavern. Um, Knowing, again, over the last six weeks, how Bonesy and uh, Brittle Stink have been operating... Most of the tavern patrons are in the tower are there strictly for the food and the beverage. Everyone down here is basically snacking in preparation for the event. Um, so those are more than likely the people that are staying for a little longer. This group down here are the people who are here for a handful of matches, maybe to watch their friend compete, uh, something like that. Or they're here to just make wagers and make bet, make wagers and make bets. Um, now, uh, Grunkle, I did see you kind of wandering around a moment ago. Uh, you noticed that some of the people who uh, were at the front of the line as you were walking in are now down here and they're perusing the shop Zog is running. Um, ah, where's the where's the shop that Zog is running? Uh, yep. If oh, you is that across that. the hall, right? Yep. And so you see that uh, Zog has now collected a large amount of wares that he is uh, peddling, to say the least. Um, and this is all used gear from people who have either died in the uh, <clears throat> the the obstacle course um, or uh, left behind, making haste to get out. Uh, but really, there's only been one champion, and that is Choppin from the initial run of Dungeon Ninja Warrior. All right, Choppin's working it. Did we uh, unchoppin his hand off? You gave uh, him like a metal contraption that he now uses to basically wield a blade on his forearm. I really feel like we could have just healed his hand. 
Ah, uh, this is better. This is better o- for entertainment. Yeah, you did offer it to him, but he was like, no, it's way more cool. I, I guess that's fair. I mean, Chopin's ready to chop. He now has a namesake. Oh, uh, that is good branding. You've got a point there. So, is there anyone in the tavern specifically, or maybe in the shop you want to speak to? Uh, anyone who, you know, you notice is... Maybe we need to get an undercover person. Ooh, I know who we could get for undercover. He's really bad at it, but he might work this time. <laughs> Tofu Ooh. says he uh, the she hopes that Choppin walks in singing, I'm the champion, my friends. All right, here's what we're going to need to do. Always, All right, let's, uh, I'm going to need you to identify those people, Shorty. I know that you have trouble remembering, but maybe we can go back up and you can identify them. What? Well, definitely oh, take man. a look around. I'm just saying. So what do you guys think about me hiring Gorik or, or, or summoning Gorik so that Gorik could actually try to identify where he could get a fix? That would be horrible, though, because he's only got one volume. Yeah, that won't work. <laughs> yeah, he would just be like, "Is there a way to fix the fight?" <laughs> <laughs> Who's and trying to sneak over here? What about uh? Wasn't Tofu a bird? You know what? I I think Toby in the hot dog costume might be our best bet. Yeah. All right, but but you need to. So while Toby's Maybe we Toby, can dress him up like uh, like he's a an advertisement for some snacks down in the bar. Let's all go to the lobby. See, I can do that. <laughs> okay, so hold on. I gotta get changed. Look a little more. Uh, oh no! What is happening? A little less. Oh, I know what's happening. You're about to see hot dog Toby again. Oh no! I think we're gonna get topless Toby. In oh, hot dog let's, form? Let's see. Nope. nope. Hot dog, Toby. You were right. Just gotta keep the buns on. Oh, yeah. The ladies love my buns. <laughs> All right. Hot dog, Toby. Uh, well, the Ew. problem is... Where the problem is... Delicious we don't know who we're trying to overhear. Yeah, he doesn't know. And you can't walk in with them to, sh- to indicate because then they'll know that he's with you. So you kind of got dressed too fast, Toby. So maybe I could go back upstairs and check things out and see if I can identify them. That is the first time I've been told that. Yeah, that's that that's that tracks. <laughs> I, I could believe that. Are you inviting uh, anybody else to your uh, party there, Toby? Oh, I'm I'm passing these things out like hotcakes. All right, so uh, choose a un- single person oh, okay. in this tavern that you pass one to. Hold on. I got it. <laughs> it's hard to In the meantime, uh, I'm going to have wearing glasses. I'm going to have Shorty take me up to the top. So after you finish with Toby, have her take me up to the top so we can ident- try to identify the riggers. Who said what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and just describe for me exactly what you two do as I'm waiting on Toby to 
choose somebody? I'm gonna go to this long-haired individual of unspecified natures. Okay, so as Toby hands over uh, one of the invitations to this uh, Athelian person, uh, they grasp it and Tofu redeems a potency flux on them. Yeah. And a rock cage encases them for three turns. They are now trapped. Uh, Toby, technically, you have now... uh, you know, kidnap this person a little bit. They're, they're held against their will by Uh-oh. you. That's not good. It's not a good look. So, is that a yes or a no? I'm not sure what to make of this reaction. Are you are you the interested look of in fear the on their face? Indicates they don't like this. Uh, oh, uh, um, gr- Grumble. What? Anybody in here who knows how to, to move rocks? Oh, Haven't wait. we gone upstairs already? Why do you need to wait? Yeah. Why do you need to move rocks? Grunkle and uh, Shorty are not in the vicinity. You got Jim. That's your closest uh, moral support. Jim. What? Jim. What is it, I Toby? Have, I I kind of there's a, a, an oopsie happened. I need your help. He walks over. <laughs> what is it? Oh, you put this well, I, lady in the hand, rock cage. I handed her you? an invitation, and then she got all hard. Um, well, I'm sorry, miss. Uh, one, just kind of stand at the back. Uh, and as she kind of goes back, he just cleaves the rock cage in half. I'm terribly sorry. He's yeah. newly materialized. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to get to know people and have a good time. No pressure, you know. You can pretty much just throw that invitation in the trash can. Are you... Are you sure? Well, I mean, if that's what did it, right? If that's Uh, like a cursed piece of paper. Wait, you think I'm cursed? No, I think the paper's cursed. Actually, give me that. I'm gonna go put it in the dungeon. <laughs> he like I runs my, off. I use giddily. my potency flux on Jim. Oh no! He grasps a piece of paper. Birthday flux. Let's go. He is dealt a hundred point of damage. Hundred points of damage. As he grasps it, you see life force sucked from him. Oh, why? What, Toby? Why did you make this cursed thing? I'm just trying to find love, Jim. Oh. He, like, crumples it up and throws it on the ground and then uh, pulls out a flaming great axe and cleaves it in half as the paper burns uh, completely. There it goes, like all of my dreams, up in flames. I'm getting another drink. Ugh. Okay. I, I could have sworn he was going to make a Days of Our Lives reference. <laughs> like sands through an hourglass. <laughs> so are the days of our lives. You think Toby watches daytime soaps? <laughs> no, it just sounded yeah. like you were headed in that way when you were um, when you said light, and then you said up in the flames or something. I just went in a different direction than my mind. <laughs> no, I watch Mori Povich. Hmm. All right, so um, Grunkle and Shorty. You guys are kind of traversing around over here in the uh, tower proper. I'm gonna go a change. 
What uh, specifically are you looking for? Who are you talking to? All that. Uh, did you see my comment in uh, the Twitch chat? I did. It says uh, Grunkle's going no. to walk about again uh, with Shorty, and when Shorty's memory is jogged, she'll signal him by saying she could go for some pickled pig's feet. Uh, and that's <laughs> when she'll know. So I'm going to walk back in uh, here. Yeah, this we're going to walk about I think together. I overheard everything. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna make some small talk as we walk about, you know. But when you identify them, like when we're standing next to them, you'll tell me you can go for some people's pig feet. <clears throat> so, right. uh, as you guys are kind of walking around, uh, you get to Inatrid, And that's when your memory is jogged immediately. You remember specifically hearing them say that this bit is a sure thing. Uh, The person they were talking to at this point has since left, uh, but Inatrid is still there. Okay, Okay, so I just look over to Grunkle and I'm like, I could go for some pickled pig's feet right about now. Oh, I'll have uh, I'll have Chef Brittlesteen whipped you up some of uh, some of that pickles pigs. Could you? Yeah, that absolutely. So hey, uh, hello, sir. Are you gross. It is the grossest thing you could ever eat. Why would you order pickled pig's feet? Uh, she she likes pickled pig feet. This is gross. Are you having a good time up until from, uh, up until we we grossed you out by accident, there, sir? I've been having a great time. This is the best establishment this side of uh, Elwin. Uh, oh, know. nice, nice. Are you gonna watch the games? Uh, yes, I mean obviously this is one of the benefits of being here. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you, 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 you got a favorite contender yet? Well, you or are know, you just here to watch? I don't like to, uh, you know, speak of my bets before they are, uh, they are victors, you know. <laughs> uh, but yes, I enjoy the games a lot. I've been here for, oh, not all of them, but uh, probably every day. Uh, I travel nearby. I live close. It's only a couple hours' journey. Oh, wow, so you nice. really come out of your way. Well, to a degree. I mean, it takes, you know, several days to walk most places, so... Uh, jumping on the horse and coming this way is a good, uh, good you know, expended short of time. Uh, what's your favorite snack around here? Oh, goodness, I've tried most things. I think my favorite, though, is the, uh, it is like a small potato, but hollowed out, and inside the potato shell, it is like cheese and uh, shard pig skin. It is delicious. There's little tiny green uh, circles. It is wonderful. Nice, nice. Uh, you know what? I'm going to see if we can have them uh, whip up a free round of those for you here, sir, since you've come such a long way. I have not traveled a long way, but I will absolutely take free food. <laughs> but you Thank travel you. for work, you said? No, I travel for enjoyment. I work in my town and I come here for the food, for the games, and to try and make a little extra money. 
just out of curiosity, the uh, not talking to this guy, but just just personal background on it. How far away is the town? Is that basically a couple of hours? Uh, so the you know that town? there is a small village not too far from here. Um, I can't remember the name offhand. I want to say it's Andrenis. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. But uh, yeah, he's well within the means of living there uh, to travel here. So he's in the cl- so so based off of what he said, it sounds like he lives in the closest town and not a town further than that. Correct. Okay. I get it. So everybody has to travel that distance. I see what he's saying. Yeah, some travel further. Yes, Andrenis is the name of the town. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's probably a couple hours journey by foot. Uh, if you're on horse, obviously, you could probably get there here in maybe two hours. Oh, okay. I let the, uh, I, I go over and I just let Bonesy know, hey, uh, when you get a chance, have Chad deliver uh, a free order of uh, potato cheese pigskin to the, to the gentleman over there. You got it, Chad! Stop sucking! Get over there and give that man some freaking food! Okay, <laughs> you got it, boss. <laughs> I don't like being yelled at. I got I got that order in for you. We we appreciate your patronage. Uh, it is you much a, appreciated. You have a great time tonight, all right? I will certainly Good luck in try. your games. <laughs> luck is not needed. I mean, yes, much luck. Mm. Excellent job, Shorty. Excellent job. <laughs> Do try. I made a note of that. He said luck was not needed. <laughs> all right, so what I'll do is I will I will summon uh, Levin, we'll summon Gorik, and we'll, well, God, I don't know. Gorik is such a bad idea. He's not stealthy. We need a, I need a stealthy rock elemental. <laughs> I, need to, I need to find somebody. <laughs> oh, man, we need, what, what are we going to do for stealthy people? We need a stealthy person. That's not affiliated with None of us can shape change. Could could either of you shape change me into something else and I could go be stealthy? You you guys, you guys, whatever quarter you guys left Toby, Brad, if you look back, Toby is just holding his hot dog costume, drunkenly talking to it at this point. (laughs) Not stealthy. We cannot send Toby. So what you're saying is... I still have a hole in me that needs to be... F- oh, you mean emotional. Okay. Uh, I was worried about you for a second. Gaining but- some insight as to what Toby is experiencing, uh, the audience can f- now feel what the hot dog is saying to Toby. See, what you got here is a classic case of depression. You need to find something worthwhile to spend your time on so that you feel purpose in life. Once you find purpose, then everything else kind of fits together and you feel happy again. Either you're really smart or my brain is breaking more than I realize. The hot dog frowns in response to whatever you say. (laughs) I'm not sure if a downer is the way to deal with this. Your purpose uh, wouldn't be a downer, but oh. I can't hear what you're saying. No, I mean, Toby's <laughs> looking at his 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 glass of ale. <laughs> Maybe this it's is going to refill anyway for this problem. <laughs> True. Uh, so traveling back down to the there. tavern, yeah. uh, what do you do now? 
I think we need to investigate the uh, arena to make sure that there's nothing untoward with the setup currently. Hey guys, I need apparently the, the the wise hot dog told me I need to find my purpose in life, and I don't know what that's supposed to be. You guys got any ideas? You could align with us to figure out who's trying to fix our game. Do we know? Broken? Um, do do all the best get placed through one source, or do we have like people walking around collecting? Best. How do we have it currently set up? It's, it's one source, right? Yeah, so Zog is the one not only selling objects and paraphernalia, but also taking all the bets. Okay. Mm. Alright. He's technically uh, selling tickets, is is how it works out. Mm-hmm. So, Jim kind of follows you, Grunkle. Oh, you yeah. need me to, like, you know, make an announcement or something? I've been kind of like the go-to announcer for this thing now. Oh, I, if you don't mind continuing to do that, Jim, it's, uh, it's greatly appreciated. I'd love uh, to. It gets more fun the more I drink, so uh, I'm just, just going to go over. You let me know what announcement you need to make, and I'll, uh, I'll make it. I, uh, I, uh, go over and I, uh, I pull Zog aside, maybe through this little door in the back here. Mm-hmm. What the I'm, mm-hmm. all right, uh, there's something funny going on with the bets here tonight. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but, You're telling uh, there's me, this guy. I mean, there's been so many bets for, uh, that one guy. Which oh guy? wait, wait! You got one guy making a lot of bets. Which which guy do you have here? Can I, you describe I, him? I don't I know if it's like a, a guy or a girl. I guess it's a it's a minotaur. A minotaur is making all the bets. How many bets no, did the minotaur no, I mean, place? People are making bets on the minotaur. Behind. Yeah, that, that's the contestant. Oh, how many? It, it, how, how big of a landslide is the betting or skew towards this one guy? I mean, it's a lot. It's like almost ninety-five percent of them. Oh no! Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Does that mean if you bet on one of the other two and they win, that you're gonna get a lot more money because everyone else is betting? Yes, on, that uh, is correct. So does that mean? We'd want the Minotaur to win, or do we still? Uh, oh, we- we're not. We're we're not trying to rig it, Toby. We're trying to unrig it. We, we mean, want a fair. We want a fair. Rig- isn't that also in itself rigging? I don't know un-rigging? how math works, but I know that like ninety-five percent at least of uh, you know, the people who've placed bets bet on the Minotaur winning. So. If someone's trying to make a lot of money, I guess you'd bet on the other two, unless, you know, I don't know. No, you're absolutely right. That's 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 where the real money's at. If the Minotaur wins, everybody gets basically less than their money back. There's so, so many... We so- want the Minotaur to win. Hold on, I gotta eat this giant hot dog. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's too bad it's skewed so much because if the Minotaur wins, yeah, I think I think they will end up losing money or coming close to losing money. I mean, the payout is going to be so marginally. Oh, because yeah. if we take, yeah, if we take, you know, if once we take our rake, it's. Hmm. Why would they think that this maybe the Minotaur is not going to win? 
No, it's, yeah. it's I think someone's someone's put the fix out somehow on this, but I don't know if they if part of the fix is that they're telling people that the Minotaur is going to be the winner, and then they got the fix on someone else, which makes yeah, the they're most the five percent betting on the other guy. Are you guys yeah. all in the shop with Grunkle? So just yeah, okay. yeah. I followed him down there because I follow Grunkle everywhere. I <laughs> I keep losing track. Of the he might assistant. need me to take notes. Yeah. So right, as you guys are to... kind of talking to Zog, uh, there's another slight wrench in everything that you are doing. Uh, you see the door just kind of open without anyone physically walking through and pushing it. And after a moment, a disembodied skull walks in or Frank? floats in. No, no, no. This is an, this is an actual skull, not the head of a statue. This is a straight-up floating skull with, like, a purple vapor on it. And uh, it kind of sallies forth, floating onto the counter and kind of sets itself on the counter and is like, Hey, sugar. How y'all doing over here? (laughs) Hey there, Toby Gunderson. Real pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure, Toby. My name's uh, Dimitri. How y'all doing? (laughs) Now, is the skull's mouth actually moving, or is it just sitting there and potentially there's an invisible person that moved the skull? Uh, so you feel like you're hearing it, but the jaw is not moving on the skull. Oh, so I'm not hearing it with my ears? You are hearing it with your ears, but it is not physically moving. All right, I reach over and try to see if I can feel anybody beyond the counter. Can I'll I detect get that any lot, magic? Baby. It's uh <laughs> it's a normal thing, normal occurrence. No, I am actually a disembodied skull who can talk without moving my mouth. Okay, uh well, aren't you an interesting cat? I may or may not that mean this I in a am. creepy way, but can I put my fingers in your holes? If you put your fingers in my holes, there's gonna be a lot of pain coming your way, baby. Like in a good way or well, I guess it depends on how much you like pain, but my guess is uh, permanent death is not something most people like there. I mean, I've been there. Oh, good. Then, no, yeah, if you want to really. die again, go ahead and do that. Well, technically, it wasn't permanent if you're standing here the way you are. Just to... Well, it was. I just kept dying over and over look, again. Look, 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 look. We can debate all day over who's dead, who's not dead, and who wants to be, but... Let me tell you all something. I'm here mm-hmm. with a very specific purpose. I've been talking to your champion, Choppin', for the past, yep. uh, gosh, it seems like days, but it's probably only been a couple of minutes. He cannot put a sentence together to save his life, but listen, I am a representative uh, from uh, Gaelic Von Drago's uh, establishment. You know the one, right, Grunkle? He looks. He like shifts his, you know, empty gaze to look at you. Okay, it feels like the part where he really. My name's Dimitri, and uh, I am here as part of Gaelic Von Drago's quality assurance team to make sure that you are in fact running a dungeon up to snuff according to his bylaws and policies. And I gotta tell you something. I've never seen a tavern and shop attached to a dungeon in quite the way I see it here. So we're gonna have a little bit of a chat now, you see? 
I thought uh, we were talking right now. Well, let's maybe get away from your patrons. I wouldn't want to rush them out before the big game. All right. Well, uh, you there, uh, uh, person I was talking to a moment ago. Yeah, you with the hat. Why don't you carry me? You seem like the type that would be good for something like that menial. Okay, but you said if I put my fingers on you, you were going to kill me. In me. No, that was if, if you, you put did your it. fingers in my holes is what we established. <laughs> you can carry me without doing that, though, okay? Okay, uh, follow-up question. If somebody was having a, a, a little get-together with a bounce house... And, like, what would you rate your interest level at? Like, one to ten. Have you ever thrown a skull in a bounce house, boy? I can't say I've done that yet. Are you... Is that is that an invitation? No, I'm saying it is the most lackluster thing anyone has ever seen. It is literally like throwing a rock in a bounce house. Not enthusiastic, not good, not a great look for anybody. Why don't you all take me to your office... Or maybe a side room. Closest secretive space is best. Okie doke. Well, should we check him out in any way to make sure he's like not gonna murder us in the secret chamber? You guys kind of just meander towards one of the storerooms next to the bar. If I'm uh, holding while you're doing that, if you want to check him out, now would be the time. Yeah, if I'm holding him in a way where he's facing forward, I'm looking at them and kind of like gesturing, like, "How do we know?" <laughs> mm. All right, I don't so shock him with my headband. So what is what is he saying? Uh, you got? Or do you guys do anything as you walk towards the storeroom? Uh, no, no, I'm curious about what he has to say. I'm I'm just trying to indicate silently my suspicion. Like, how do we know he has anything to do with the garlic dragon? Uh, well, we'll we'll gauge that later. Okay, Grunkle must feel safe, so let's get a move on. Okay. I mean, we we can always ignore him if we don't like what he has to say or whatever. You know, we'll we'll gauge his how, how much he knows. I, I don't know that he's lying. So true. He so, knows that I'm affiliated with him. As, so as you enter the storeroom, he goes, you can just set me up on that uh, table over there. Uh, you don't have to carry me for this part. Now, uh, hold on. Would you would you prefer maybe to sit in a place no. of power? No, put me on that table okay, over there. Okay, okay, okay. Aim oh. me towards uh, uh, towards y'all so I can see hold you on, now. Hold on, let me write him. Let me put him up right. I dropped him a little. That was my bad. That was my bad. Okay, so here's the deal, y'all. I know what y'all been doing. I talk with shopping. I talk with some of the patrons. You are making more money than Gaelic Von Dragos has uh, had ever imagined y'all would be with this Vesifal's dungeon shtick. You got a good business here. And I think it might be worthwhile, but it does not line up with Gaelic Von Dragos' organizational vision for dungeons. It's it, not it technically a dungeon. It's, it doesn't have to. It, 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 
it need not line up with anything I mean, to do with K Lake Fan. Listen, Rose. listen, listen. I money. hear what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> it's a great business. You're raking in the gold. I can tell the amount you're charging for drinks that I can see the bartender not having to pay for and use magic to do. I just on that beverage alone, how often people are ordering it, you have to be making upwards of a hundred thousand gold every week that's a substantial gain based on the normal dungeon model but again it does not line up with the vision gaelic von dragos has for running a proper gaelic von dragos dungeon so this is where does he not like his dungeons to make money no he wants his dungeons to be dungeons not entertainment venues you see it it diminishes the brand when you do that It'd be like uh, taking a sword and putting, I don't know, some kind of foam on the end. It's not a sword at that point. It is just a toy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's a toy. There's nothing about that. I was just thinking we're the evolution (laughs) of the brand. And that's what I'm here to do. You see, I've been tasked with coming and checking this place out and seeing how well it actually is doing because we've only heard the rumors that one of your outreach personnel are spreading around the region and even though those rumors are certainly something to be reckoned with the actuality is what we're most interested in so i'm here to see how this next venture goes and Can if I, I like say, it, then we'll get Gaelic Von Dragos out here to give his blessing on the business model. Can oh, I, wow. Can I just say in regards to like, oh, I'm not comfortable with things working uh, except the way that I do it. My brother Vestibule was, was doing his own, was literally just trying to be a cheap imitation and that made him super mad. So like, you can't, like, you're mad that they're not uh, close enough to you and then you're mad that they're too far away like pickling you know, you know son if you had send, said the actual name of the person you were trying to say I would have believed you full forthright but you said vestibule instead of vesifal and so now I just can't take you seriously well vesifal I said who now oh I see what you did there that's a good joke you should have it engraved on something. Maybe like his corpse. I don't know. Oh, uh, did you see that coming in? Ah, uh, no. But if you have it engraved on, on his actual corpse, I will make I it a point to see it on my way out. Oh, yeah. It's just outside the tower. Uh, you, you gotta you gotta pass through the gift shop, and then there's a, there's someone out there. They can take a drawing of you. Oh, and, that's... Uh, you, you can pay a little I'm extra to lie. take it Let, home. Why don't you just show me what your business does, okay? And then maybe we can go from there as far as getting uh, no, dragons no, out no. here. What no, do you mean, see, no? I'm not... No, I... I... I don't feel obligated to show you any part of our business. I think you. I am you, a. You're welcome. Legal you're representative welcome to participate. Von Dragos himself. If you don't Typic- think that. Typically, every time he's wanted to talk to us, he's just swooped in and yelled at us. Like, he's very comfortable making trips. Do you think it trips. would be wise for a giant Draco Lich to summon himself into the confines of the dungeon where you have a bunch of heroes that would like to end the, the afterlife of said draconic? Lich. Listen, if he's too scared to travel, that's on him. 
He is not scared, son. I am trying to protect your business model. We are doing you a service. It sounds, it sounds like you're trying to change my business model. Or copy I am, it. Uh, I am Either. absolutely not. I personally Steal believe, it. based on what I have talked to with Choppin, based on what I have seen through the lines out in the snow, based on the quality of drinks I am seeing, that this is absolutely the most current, best iteration of what a dungeon could possibly be. However, I'm still waiting for my proof boss, that you work for the garlic guy. What do you want to see to see that I work for Gaelic Von Dragos? I don't know, you tell me. Identification? Uh, it, it we're not even at that point yet. You know All what? You care Identification about is, is or not turn it. me over, Toby. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Hold on. Don't put anything in his holes. He, uh, he, Toby flips the skull <laughs> is there on a its neck head. Hole? And in the neck hole, you can look past it to see on the inner jawline, it says property of Gaelic Von Dragos. <laughs> hey, look, he drew a penis. <laughs> he what now? I mean, nothing. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, it's a smiley face. I'm sure, it's a sausage. Know. Who said that? I didn't say that. Does that suffice okay, for so you Okay, so maybe you work for him, but still, we don't feel compelled to give you all of our secrets. I'm not looking for your secrets. I just want to see it in action. Oh, well, yeah. just continue to observe as everybody else that participates here as a patron. I think the view that you're most, uh, should be most appreciative of is the patron experience because it, that's where the money is made is how we treat our patrons and and how we uh encourage them to to participate and and, and help further things so what you're telling yeah, me right now is i should go get a drink people. and just enjoy the games as i see them i i yeah. think that's exactly it but keep in mind that doesn't stop you from being a keen observer and watching some of our business practices from the patrons perspective that's a good point. Uh, Some I of do our have Patreons one... even like us so much that they just give us like $5 every month. Uh, <laughs> because they enjoy enjoy the game so much. You know, if they support the show and uh, the shows in such a drastic way, I gotta say, that would be a mighty fine thing if we had multiple patrons maybe on like a patreon.com slash shattered tabletop games site. <laughs> Something they could go to and see and maybe, you know, help support Support the show in a major way, but as far as that is concerned, or even how much are you actually it? raking in there, Mister Grunkle? Mm. <laughs> well, you got to understand that in my model, some of the employees are um, are high stakes people. They're they're bringing in so much that I allow them to earn more than your typical typical employee will earn. Right? So, take for instance Bonesy, who's generating profits all on his own without any direction from me because of the amount of profits that he's increased he's increased the profit margin he gets a larger share so the dungeon's not here for greed we're here for profit yes but we also we want everybody that's participating to actually be profitable themselves that's interesting that you're so it's hard it's, it's hard for me salary. to tell you it, it, it's, it's hard for me to tell you exactly where we are depending on our overhead it's, it's basically what I'm getting at you might make that, an assumption about our overhead but our overhead is probably a little higher than you anticipate 
I have to be honest there, Grunkle. Just sitting observing, watching, you know, chop and feast on a bunch of food that he has no business paying for. Uh, noting that all of your wenches are undead and your bartender is also undead, being kept alive solely, uh, solely by the magic that powers him, knowing that the only two living employees that you have running this business are Ched the Barback, which probably gets paid like a minimum gold allotment, and Chef Brittlestink, and as you said, gets paid a dividend based on the profits he brings, brings in. That means that your only actual personnel you're paying are the three of you right here, and then Chef Brittlesting, based on the amount he's Oh, you got in. that off. Your you numbers are it. way off. First off, you're forgetting about. First off, you're forgetting conflicts. First off, you're forgetting about our friend Cypress, who's also an integral part of our business. Like, you're oh, forgetting yes, yes. about She's Jim the one over that there. Uh, well, the an- you're paying the announcer. Yes, he's a he's, he he works here. He's a he's a core member of our business. Uh, he's, what me, else? Is, you only pay him to talk. Is that what I understand? Me Actually, he does other stuff. Um, uh, Booby Mimi is out there somewhere. What we is pay a him to hang out Mimi? and drink as well? Ah, so you have what seven employees? Is that right? That actually Whoa. require payment. Well, keep in mind we play we we pay the winners of the of the fights and you we're pay re- the winners. Well, the we're winners earn money into the Survivors. to ensure its growth. Durr. All right, I'm gonna stay here for the next couple of days and just see how much money y'all raking in. Once I see that, you're not gonna see our boats, by the way. But you can observe see from a distance. I, I just feel vastly uncomfortable with a guy saying, I'm just going to sit here and watch you for days. <laughs> You've never said care. that to anybody there, Toby? Well, he does I mean, it without asking. You said I couldn't put my finger in your hole, so, you know. That's fair, I guess. All right, so here's what we're going to do then. I'll just watch from afar. If I have any questions, I'll ask, but... I have to be honest, if you can't prove to Gaelic Von Dragos that this is worth his while to bring on as part of his brand, this will inevitably be shut down and you will all be let go in the worst possible way you could imagine. Let go mean killed. Like a sternly worded letter? No, I mean you will be dead. I've done that. No, I mean permanently. Even if you are a undead or other immortal type being. Okay. I just accidentally, uh, I just accidentally, as I walk around, brush up against, uh, (laughs) Shorty's sword in a, in a fairly obvious way. So, uh, yeah. I guess I whip it out and. <laughs> oh, well, what are you I, doing? I, was, I just wanted him to. I just wanted him to see it. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to wheel set well, sword. Are you sure? Because I was just gonna stab him in the head with it. Go for it if you like. This is the only undead in the room. Technically, you kind of are compelled. Um, I'm very compelled, and I'm on edge. She's getting on my nerves. Tufu says, "Oh, whip it out." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's see. see. Rolls, Am I, I too close to make a power attack? No, I mean, if you do the running power attack, that kind of counts. Yeah, that's what Enjoy. I'm going to do. And I'm just going to, I guess I 
<laughs> you should so have said something, Grunkle. I'm just going to just... Roll your attacks. He literally on, says, find the you think that sword scares me, girl? Out of character, <laughs> it just feels like a shyster, right? Like everyone else feels like we're getting conned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone feels that way. A 95 is a hit, as is 88, and 163 is a critical hit on your power attack. Good so that's Lord. 104 times 4. 416 oh, damage. From one swing, she's got other hits. How do you, how do, you do that math so fast? That's I'm amazing. just good at basic, <laughs> basic math. This is... Okay. Rain Man so anyway... And so the other hits are, I think, 84 damage. How many other hits does she have? <clears throat> Two other ones. All of them are hits. <laughs> okay. Oh, so wow. 84 times Even three. she rolled a 25 and still hit this guy. Well, learn his power. Oh, wow. don't, don't they do oh I forgot to use my headband. You can just add it for an extra 35 damage or whatever it was. Yeah, 35. And that's your power so attack like, damage and not just your regular hit damage, right? So wait, so the, the critical is 416. What were the other ones? Um, the other the the other four hits, I did 84 to, or three hits, 84 times 3, 252. Good what's the, golly. What's the power attack? And then attack the 35 for my, for my band, which I just looked down I'm at him and I'm I just... I'm pretty sure you just did like 700 damage. 703. Yeah. yeah. Dang, good lord. You destroyed Dimitri. In- <laughs> so here's the deal. Describe for me how you approach this attack, and I'll tell you what happens as you land your hits. So, um, I was standing far enough to run o- run over, and well, as Dion brushed by me and hit my elbow, I just took it the wrong way and it, he, I was just on edge anyway and he was getting <laughs> on my last nerve with everything he was saying trying to change our business, take it over or whatever. So I just kind of ran forward and whipped it out, held it over my head and stabbed him right in the top of his skull head and then I looked at him with my headband and just lasered him and like, so- tried to fry all the pieces into ash. I love it. So as you fry the pieces into ash, uh, it doesn't actually turn him to ash. It negates him from existing. So as the headband zaps the skull fragments, uh, they just immediately disappear completely. It's like they have (laughs) never existed at all. We can say he never came. I I, I don't know who was supposed to have been here. Yeah, why are we even in the storeroom? Can I just say I'm glad I'm not a ghost right now? Because good guy, Shorty, (laughs) I am both scared and aroused. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little bit worried about who sent him and why. And was he in on this plot, or was he really here? Um, He might have been checking out our dungeon. That just he might have been legit. I just wasn't gonna let him near our books or anything till we have (laughs) better confirmation. Definitely not. Let's be honest. If he's legit, the the lich he'll, he'll just come. Yeah, I mean, I don't, th- I, I don't think that they really. He, he had a, a special place in his heart for him if he was legit. So it doesn't matter. Right. Here's hoping. So 
as you destroy Dimitri, the disembodied skull head, you still have a plot to try and uh, steal a significant amount of profit from your patrons. So we're going to end it here, and next week we will pick it up, up with trying to solve who is trying to rig your game of Dungeon Ninja Warrior. <laughs> and we got to come up with an apple punishment for him too, because once we do it, we're going to have to make sure we're going to have to make they it better. right by all the They're other patrons. Dead. We should yeah. just make them run it. Oh, no, oh just... yeah. Make them participate. Yeah. Oh, Savage. Well, I, yeah, I guess we could do that. I guess we could. But, but what if they're good? That's I don't I don't like that. Then we just kill them if they make it out. They'll be tired. <laughs> I don't Maybe know, that's too many out. options for them to just portal out in the middle of our dungeon. Just like, all right, they're going through, and he opened up a portal, and... I thought we had, like, uh, protections to stop that from happening. I, I don't think we have protections for them just full-off quitting, to be honest with you. They just can't. They just won't win anything. Uh, but I guess die? we could put those type of protections in. That's a good idea. It is a good idea. So you spend the next week or so, uh, based on Toby's idea, adding uh, contingency spells should portals be opened within the confines of the obstacle course, that they would be immediately negated. Provided they leave the obstacle course. I don't care if they they portal within the obstacle course, as long as they don't. That's a good good thing to differentiate. is Is there a way to make it so if they do open the bad portal, it just... It opens one, but it opens it like into the death pit or something. So they're like, ha ha, I must get. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's like them. a percentage chance for that to happen. Yeah, just, yeah I, like, I like the way you think. And this, is, and this is what you get paid for, Toby. There you go. I'm You're the paid? idea guy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to end it here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for participating. If you have any uh, additional thoughts on the Dungeon Ninja Warrior course, feel free to send them. And don't forget, if you want to be involved in ARC 4 or one of the uh, one-shots between ARC 3 and 4, uh, let us know via Discord, via email, whatever you see fit. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching, participating, and listening. See you then. Bye! If you're interested in delving deeper into the history of Erethe, please visit ShatteredDawn.com and purchase one of our books in our shop, either in hardcover or PDF format. This show is impossible to do without support from our viewers and our listeners. If you're interested in supporting us, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash shattered dungeons. There you can find more content delving deeper into gameplay mechanics, character creation, and interviews with our staff, our cast members, and the creators. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch under Shattered Tabletop Games. There we'll post more information and more links to more content as it comes out. We appreciate you listening and can't wait to share our next episode with you.